0: Hello, my name is Cheryl G., and I would like to welcome you to the third and final part of a series entitled, Emmaus or Bust. Last week, we discussed verses 25 through 27 of Luke 24, in which Jesus walks and talks with two of his disciples as they travel to a town called Emmaus. Along the way, Jesus tells the two men that their hearts were slow to believe. He then highlights all that the prophets spoke and wrote about him or as Luke 24 27 states all the things concerning himself. This week's lesson will detail the final part of their trip when these two disciples finally realize that it has been Jesus that has been walking and talking with them on their journey to Emmaus. We will explore how this experience transforms these two disciples and prompts them to go back to Jerusalem to tell the other disciples that Jesus has risen from the dead. I believe that at the end of this podcast, we will also be changed and receive a new boldness to share the good news of Christ Jesus with others, just like these men, because we have made it to Emmaus or or bust. The title of this final segment of Emmaus or Bus is called Let It Burn. We will be reading today from Luke 24, verses 28 through 35, but let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence with thanksgiving, praising your kindness and tender mercy. Speak to our hearts today, Lord, and demonstrate to us in your word how to boldly proclaim the gospel to others who are lost and in need of a savior we humble ourselves to receive from you today clear away every distraction so that we may hear your wisdom and instruction lord i humble myself as your vessel right now only have me speak what is given to me to say by the holy spirit not my words lord just yours in jesus name i pray amen so let's begin reading Luke 24, verses 28 through 35. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake, and gave to them. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us, while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, and returned to Jerusalem, and found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. So as the men spent time listening to Jesus, something incredible begins to happen. They begin to stop worrying about the events that had happened in Jerusalem. They instead begin to find comfort in Jesus' presence. Although they did not initially know that it was Jesus, they however knew that they felt lighter in his presence. Jesus was showing these men a new way to experience him in his resurrected state. He was establishing a new pattern of engagement that was different from how they engaged with him while on earth. Before, they could reach out and touch him and see him and with their natural senses. Now they would have to experience him through his words and true worship. As he explained to the woman at the well in Samaria in John 4 verses 23 through 24, a time for the true worshipers was near. The scripture reads, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus' work on the cross and resurrection set in motion this time he was referring to, which the two disciples and us are now living in. Things had changed. And in order to experience his presence, the disciples would also have to change as well. They would have to learn how to abide in his presence. John 15:4 explains what it means to abide. It states, "Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me." The the word abide means to remain. So, in order to experience Jesus in his resurrected state, these men and us we all need to abide, which means spend time daily studying his words. It also includes praying, singing, and speaking or sharing his words with others. As we do this, then we are guaranteed to receive revelation as these men did when Jesus broke the bread. Luke twenty-four thirty-one 31-32 states that, And their eyes were open, and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while we, he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? So not only did the men finally realize that they had been talking with Jesus, but also their hearts burned within them. Spending time abiding in the word then lights a fire in our hearts. The word burn is the same word used for lighting a candle that is found in Matthew 5, 14-15, which states, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. So once this lighting occurred, The men could not help but go back to Jerusalem and tell his 11 disciples what had occurred. They were, in a sense, the first of what we would call evangelists, along with the women who had told the 11 disciples about Jesus's empty grave. The men had made it to Emmaus, which means hot springs. So they, in a sense, became hot springs who went to testify about their experience with Jesus to the 11 disciples. This new pattern that he showed the men and his 11 disciples helped to prepare them for the promise that he made to them concerning the Holy Spirit. In John 16, 7-16, Jesus had told his disciples that it was expedient that he go away so that the Comforter or the Holy Spirit would come and guide them into all truth. When these two disciples went back to Jerusalem to tell the 11 disciples about their experience with Jesus, Jesus revealed himself to the 11 disciples and explained that they would need to remain in Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high. So the disciples waited in Jerusalem, and 50 days later, on the day of Pentecost, they received the Holy Spirit and spoke in other tongues. This new power even enabled Peter, who at one time had denied Jesus, to stand up and preach. And in Acts 2, it is recorded that 3,000 were saved on that same day. So the bread, Jesus Christ, was blessed, broken, and shared with others And multiplication had occurred. The Bible says that as Jesus is in the world so are we. Whenever we share the gospel with others and as Jesus did we can bring people into his presence. Without even knowing it our words and actions can be felt as expressions of love directly from Jesus. Today I'm going to pray with you that you, if you haven't already, will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit so that you too can be endued with power and boldly profess Jesus to all that come into contact with. At the end of this prayer, you will be able to speak in other tongues just like the disciples did on the day of Pentecost, which Jesus himself called one of the signs in Mark 16, 17-18 when he says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So if you believe and consider yourself a believer, then you can speak with new tongues. Also, because God is no respecter of persons. He would have not allow the disciples to experience this and not us. Just as anyone can call on the name of Jesus and be saved, so can be believers speak with other tongues. If you can receive salvation through faith in Jesus Christ and he promised the gift of, Holy, of the Holy Spirit, then you, like those disciples in the upper room, can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So repeat these words after me with conviction in your heart. Heavenly Father, I'm asking you today to fill me with the Holy Spirit so I can go and tell others about you. The same power is the power that raised Christ from the dead and gave the disciples Power to preach about Jesus and to perform mighty works in his name, I believe that when I open my mouth, I like these, those disciples, will speak with other tongues as you give me utterance in Jesus name. Now, begin to speak the words that came up in your come up in your spirit, Shakata ete bi roca de e shakata. bi limo kota shikata ete te Shakata. roca kota rokata e shakata ete limo e te bi limokota ata e te bi lemo kota shikata e te bi rokata shakata ete te bi rokata e te bi e ata e bi e Rohata et Belemohota shakata. Ata et Belemo rohata ettebelemo kota. Rokata ette kota shakata ette kota. Amen. Now I'ma stop, but I encourage you to continue after this podcast ends. I want to thank you for listening to me as the Holy Spirit has enabled me to teach this series entitled Emmaus Obus. I have really enjoyed it, and it's my belief that you have enjoyed it as well. Also, I would like to invite you to listen next week as I start a new series entitled Belief, Faith, and Compassion, The Keys to Miracles. Have a blessed week.